0: Hello and welcome to the Who is the Saboteur podcast. When things go wrong in your life, do you blame other people, fate or the world? The biggest force that sabotages your life is inside of you. It's your own unconscious. I'm Dr. Mike Drayton. I'm an organizational consultant, executive coach and clinical psychologist, and I'll be taking a deep dive beneath the surface of your day-to-day life. This episode is all about status. It is impossible for an Englishman to open his mouth without making some other Englishman hate or despise him, wrote George Bernard Shaw. Once upon a time, children wanted to be train drivers, firefighters, or nurses. Nowadays, a lot of them just want to be famous, to be celebrities. The phenomena of celebrity is usually explained as people being silly, shallow, or narcissistic. But, if you look behind the desire, those who want to be famous or be a celebrity are really saying that they want people to respect them, value them, and be nice to them. In other words, they want to have status. Status is important. Michael Marmot's book, The Status Syndrome, shows convincingly that how healthy you are, how content you are, and even how long you live, is overwhelmingly determined by one factor. Status. Forget things like income or education. Status has, by far, the biggest influence on your health, sense of well-being, and longevity. What do I mean by status? Status simply means your importance relative to others, or, in other words, where you are in the pecking order. The importance of status has its roots in our hunter-gatherer past. When we as a species were evolving, your position in the social group to which you belonged could be a matter of life or death. And so evolution equipped us with brain circuits that constantly monitor our relative status. Even in trivial situations like having a brief conversation with another person, deep in your brain there will be an awareness of your status relative to the other person. The brain thinks about status like it thinks about numbers. Your sense of status goes up when you feel superior to another person. This leads to the brain's reward centres being stimulated and your brain being flooded by pleasure-inducing chemicals, mainly serotonin. One piece of research found that an increase in perceived status was similar in strength to the emotion you experience if you win the lottery. Winning a game or an argument probably feels good because of the perception of increased status and the resulting activation of the brain's reward and pleasure centres. As you might expect, the opposite is also true. Your sense of status goes down when you feel inferior to the other person. This generates a strong threat response and an activation of the freeze, flight, or fight response. The brain centres that register physical pain are very close to and share some circuits with the centres that register emotional or social pain. This is why we experience emotion as physical bodily sensations. It's not just in your head. We talk about hurt feelings or a kick in the guts when another person is nasty to us. A loss of status hurts. It really hurts. Even trivial Everyday conversations can result in this loss of status and in turn produce resentment and even arguments. This is especially important to be aware of in negotiations because you or the other person can end up irrationally defending a position that doesn't make any sense just to avoid the pain of a loss of status resulting from losing the argument. It's really easy to threaten somebody else's sense of status without intending to. For example, by giving advice or trying to be helpful by suggesting an easier way of carrying out the task. Imagine your boss stopping you in the corridor and saying, could you pop into my office? I need to give you some feedback. How are you likely to feel? In most people, just a thought of feedback generates a similar response in the brain's threat centre to hearing fast footsteps behind you on a dark night. This is why our best efforts to change the behaviour of other people is usually ineffective. Our efforts to help, to give advice or feedback, are often perceived as a threat to that person's status. We are implicitly putting ourselves above them in the hierarchy, and this results in avoidance and resentment. If you really want to change somebody's behaviour, the way you do it is to reduce the status threat and boost the other person's perceived status. There are many ways that you can do this. For example, people feel a sense of increased status when they're learning, improving and contributing to the business. And when attention is paid to this improvement. In other words, when the boss notices when people are doing something well and say something like, good job, well done. Quite simply, status goes up when people are given lots of positive feedback, especially in public. This in turn will result in improved confidence, feelings of well-being and ultimately improved performance in the workplace. Thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you have, join me for the next episode.